Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Thursday morning. <laughs> I had to think a second. I don't know what's matter with me this morning. But I uh, hope everybody's doing well today. And uh, praise God, the internet seems to be working, or our website seems to be working like it's supposed to. It's connected to Facebook. And uh, last night was a nightmarish pain in the rear end so uh thank god i was praying hard at work this morning without any problems or complications because it gets to be frustrating when it don't work like it's supposed to so uh but i hope you all like that song by michael w smith uh surrounded that's one of my favorites i really enjoy uh listening to in fact uh, it gives me cold chills i think about how uh, the devil wants to um, intimidate uh, to make you think you had failed and that you are surrounded by the enemy. But in fact, we're surrounded by God and his mighty legions of angels. And uh, Satan has no power over us. And uh, I really, really like that song and uh, wanted to play that for you this morning. Let's see who all we have here this morning. We've got Miss Angel Dixon. Uh, good morning to her. And Tracy Little. Nancy Tyree. Karen Smith, uh, Lois Adams, and Miss Jennifer Honeycutt, Misty Phillips, good morning. So thank you all for tuning in and watching this morning and appreciate you all uh, being diligent and wanting to learn more about the Lord and starting your day off right. Uh, of course, now I realize today will be, uh, good morning, Darlene Barger. I just realized today will be uh, the last devotion for the week. Uh, tomorrow's Good Friday, got a lot going on, and uh communion tomorrow evening and uh, we're going to be uh, moving in a scoot next couple of days got a lot to do and move and uh, get ready for our presentation on uh, sunday morning so uh, this will be the last devotion for the week and then lord willing we'll pick back up on monday and we'll be back at our normal time at six fifteen on uh, monday morning so appreciate your all's kindness and patience and watching uh, each and every day well, let's go ahead and stand and let us do our uh, Pledge of Allegiance. Let me get over here. There we go. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Praise the Lord for that wonderful, wonderful pledge in the great country in which we live in, you know, it just uh, never ceases to amaze me, uh, the double standard of liberals, and, uh, you know, there's truly, literally a crisis at the border, yet uh, when there was nothing to sneeze at when Trump was in office, they were all over him. Here you got a uh, uh, the capacity, I think it was, what, over 400% or, I think, uh, over capacity, I mean, you can only hold 250 they got over 4,000 individuals in there. It is uh, um, nauseating uh, how these kids are being trafficked and uh, the danger they're being put in. And uh, it just, I don't know, I just get aggravated with the double standard. But it is what it is. Uh, I don't know. There's not a whole lot we can really do, I don't guess. You know, I mean, it is just, uh, other than complain, there ain't a whole lot we can do. I have some ideas what I'd like to do, but... Cannot man cannot say this on live air. So <laughs> best uh, best to keep your opinions to yourself, I guess. So, but um, anyway, I you know I I try to uh, give a little uh, political commentary. You know what I say in the mornings, but uh, 
So I feel like it's relevant. But right now, it's not like it's the same old, same old. There's nothing really new to, to hit on, I guess, this morning. Well, let's go ahead and look at our, our verse uh, of interest this morning, at Proverbs 24, 16. Uh, Though a righteous man falls seven times, he rises again. And again, that's 24, 16. Now, let's... I always like to, sometimes I like to compare and contrast with that of the King James, uh, which says, For a just man falleth seven times and riseth up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. Uh, King Jimmy is sometimes can be a bit of a tongue twister uh, when you read it. Uh, when I was, uh, I don't know, a year, I think, um, that was my sixth grade year. I was taught at home. Hated it. I hated it. I hated every second of it. My mom and I, we uh, have been known to lock horns and clash many times, and uh, uh, and it was, uh, it was miserable. I've always been a social person and hated every My sister, she loved it, but she's always been more of an introvert. In fact, we are so different, sometimes I wonder how we come out of the same womb, but um, hated it. But I remember there was a lesson that uh, we were studying at the time that said, if first you don't succeed, try, try again. And uh, that always stuck with me for whatever reason. If first you don't succeed, try, try again. I uh, made me think, you know, when I think about that, uh, I don't know how many of you folks watching this morning has ever tried to water ski. When you try to water ski, it's... Uh, it's different how <laughs> I describe it. You know, uh, you're being uh, pulled at such a fast pace that you're skimming across the water. And uh, when you first learn how to ski, it's frustrating because you you fall over and over and over till you get used to how to grip and hold on to the ski rope, how to pull yourself up out of the water on skis or on a knee board. I like the knee board myself personally. Water skiing, it hurts. I always hurt my lower back. Even when I was a kid, it hurt my lower back. I never cared much for it. But uh, it's fun, but it just it's like it was a, it was it wasn't pleasant, uh, and so uh, you keep trying and trying to get it right. Well, you know, as Christians, uh, just like in in water skiing, you know, you may see people out there and they make it look so easy. I mean, they're doing around the back, twisting and turning. Some people on the knee boards can hit the weight, come up, come back down, twist and flip, and I mean, they make it look so easy. And then you get out there, and it's like, oh my gosh, you know, this is a whole lot harder than it looks. You know, it makes it very difficult. And as a Christian, sometimes we can look at other people and think, man, you know, there's no big deal to be a Christian. But then when you become a Christian, you may come up out of the water for a minute and think you're doing okay, but you're shaking and a wobbling. Next thing you know, you're falling again. You have to get up and try again. And uh, that's what happens in our Christ Christian life. As long as we're on this earth, this fallen earth, we're going to fall. And we're going to fail over and over and over again. But we must be determined. We must pick ourselves up and keep pushing forward. Not strength of our own, but a strength that only comes from God above. That is the only way that's going to help us to endure and to persevere. You want to give up. I, I don't know. Hey, just because I'm a pastor, just because uh, you know I, I'm a leader of a church, doesn't mean that there are times I'm thinking... You know, uh, I, I just want to just, you know, I just want this to end. I just want the battle to stop. And, but it's not going to. It's not ever going to. Just because you don't mention uh, Satan, you know, <laughs> don't say Satan because he'll attack you. He's going to attack you anyway. I mean, so, it, you know, you might as well be prepared or ready for the battle at hand. And as long as you're a Christian uh, and uh, if you've truly given yourself 
to Christ and truly say, said that sinner's prayer, then uh, you are a child of God, so you're going to have to expect those attacks. You can't avoid certain subjects. You can't avoid certain areas and think, well, if I don't talk about that, the devil's not going to attack. He's still going to smack you down. He's still going to knock you down. But it's uh, the strength of God that helps you to persevere. And when you go through the furnace, you come out brighter, stronger than you were before. Uh, it, it is not fun. You have to go through those trials and tribulations. It's not fun when you seem like all you do is fall and fail over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Uh, you know, but that's why we ha it's imperative that we stay in the Word of God. That's why we have to spend that time in prayer. That's why we have to sp uh, have that time to memorize God's Word uh, so that uh, we can be ready. So when we fall and when we fail, we understand a loving Heavenly Father. You know, not to... Um, keep talking about my own uh, work or ability but uh, you know when I, when I wrote that book life debt because there are so many people out there who have have no idea or understanding what a loving earthly father is they were abandoned maybe they were a product of abuse uh, and you know maybe the uh, the father died at an early age and and so a lot of times people, you know, they compare what they know uh, of their earthly father to the heavenly father. And so they don't understand what it means to have uh, unconditional love, to have eternal forgiveness. They don't understand these kind of things. And so it's very difficult. And that's why I, want, I wrote that book. And, uh, of course, it's based on, um, it's part truth, but mainly fiction uh, in regards to mine and my father's uh, relationship. Uh, my father has always shown grace uh, and mercy. He's not... Perfect, but no stretch of imagination. There's a lot of times when he could have come down on me big time, but instead he offered encouragement and showed forgiveness. And, uh, and as a result, what he was doing, he was showing Jesus because that's what Jesus does. See, we want to give up. We want to think, uh, gosh, God's not going to forgive me. I've messed up for the upteenth time. Uh, there's no way God's going to forgive me. But we know that God's forgiveness has no end. It's hard for us to understand because there's cause and effect. See, in our lives, when we were brought up, there's cause and effect. I do this, this happens. You know, just as a kid, you know, I sneak out of the house, I'm going to be grounded, I'm going to get my butt busted, or both. Uh, you know, it, there's that cause and effect idea. And so we think, well, I've sinned against God, so therefore, you know, my car broke down, that's God punishing me. Or the, uh, you know, something happened, stubbed my toe, that's God punishing that's not how God works. He, you know, He's going to discipline you, maybe in a spiritual way or uh, or something like that. But He's not out to get you. You see, I, we got to get that out of our heads. Uh, the idea that God's out to get us. I messed up, and God's out to get me. He's not. That's not how God works. He is full of mercy, grace, and love. He's here to encourage and help us in our daily walk and struggle. He knows we're uh, fallible beings. He knows we're going to mess up, and that's why we have to pick ourselves up and keep trying, keep pushing forward. Why? Because we have our eyes on the prize we know what is our reward in heaven is going to be so we have to keep striving keep pushing forward because we do this only for the love of the father the love of jesus christ but we understand the high cost of our salvation you know here we are coming up on resurrection uh sunday and uh 
uh, and we're reminded of that high cost of what Christ uh, had to endure to secure our salvation. He did not have to leave the glories of heaven. He did not have to endure that pain. He did not have to endure that suffering. He didn't have to endure persecution. He didn't have to endure death, but he did it for his love for you, and he rose again on the third day. I love that uh, somebody put on Facebook said a lot can happen in three days. I thought that's a wonderful uh, little uh, meme that's going around social media. But uh, so as a result, we understand the high cost of our salvation. And as a result, we want to please the Father. And I think that's one reason why we beat ourselves up and bring ourselves under a conviction uh, because we are so um, sickened by our actions because we know we hurt the Father. You know, when I, I was a kid, I, mom and dad sent me to a Christian school. I, I hated it. You know, it's uh, uh, it, was, it was just miserable. Uh, you know, I was, like I said, I was bullied a lot. But, uh, but there was the good aspect to come out of that uh, before going to uh, public high school uh, was the foundation of uh, a spiritual uh, understanding uh, that uh, I think went, I appreciate that much out of the, if nothing else. But it was the fact that, um, uh, I think it was there at Tri-Cities, uh, when I was going to Tri-City Christian, I was talking about uh, um when you sin, you can kind of think of a way that's, you know, you're, you're, you're driving that nail into Christ. You know, there, there, there's that one illustration, uh, you know, uh, and so I guess that's, I kind of think about that sometimes when I mess up is, you know, I feel like I'm the one who's driving the nail into spike into Christ because of my sins. And so it kind of makes that uh, sin much more of a reality. It is, uh, you know, everybody has a past. You know, I've messed up so many times, and I continue to mess up. Uh, like I said, I, uh, uh, I was technically married before, and uh, and all you say, well, how are you technically? That's like saying you're you were technically pregnant. <laughs> you know, well, it is. Uh, as I said before, I, I knew my son's mother for two weeks, like a moron. Uh, got married after two weeks. It's just I look back, I think, what is that? That's idiot you know and uh after a month separated so uh, you know it's kind of do you really classify that as a marriage you know but the only good thing was my son come out of that uh, relationship so i wouldn't take nothing in the world to, to change that but um so you know i have a lot of regrets how i've treated people how i've acted things i've said and done how i mess up and trip up you know and me and my wife get into an argument and uh, you know and say things that i wish i hadn't have said and uh uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's easy to uh, to live in the past. It's easy to focus on the mistakes, but we need to focus on the forgiveness of sins and the understanding that Jesus Christ loves us. Uh, you know, remember our sins have been have been forgiven, past, present, and future. Uh, it is not a shock or surprise to God. Remember, He is omniscient, omnipresent. He's all knowing, all powerful. There's nothing we do that God's like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, it's, it's, that's not how it works. He understands we are, fi- we are, in, you know, we are finite uh, beings. And we live in a sin-filled world, and we're going to make mistakes. But that's why Jesus Christ is our advocate. You know, just like I was talking about uh, uh, my previous marriage. <laughs> You know, there had to be a mediator if there were, after the, um, uh, we had to go to court, and there was a mediator, you know, if there was something we didn't agree on between uh, what we was trying to sign on with our son. And uh, that's what Christ does. He's that mediator between us and God. He talks to God on our behalf. Uh, 
And uh, so praise God, he's our, he's our advocate. And so remember, Christ is on our side. He's not out to get us. You know, and we can look at a few verses here. Let me bring this up here. Is that uh, uh, we can look at Proverbs 4.18. The path of the righteous is like the light of dawn that shines brighter and brighter until the full day. Uh, Proverbs 24.16. For though a righteous man falls seven times, he rises again. Uh, Philippians 2, 12 through 13, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you to works in you to will and to act according to his good purpose. So praise God for that. You know, over and over we're reminded that God is there for us. If God is for us, who can be against us? Praise God for that. So uh, just like I was talking about in at water skiing, you know, uh, see my fat rear end up on skis. You probably don't want to see that, but, uh, you know, but you understand that, um, you know, just like that, that little saying when I was a kid, uh, if first you don't succeed, try, try again. My friends, we must keep trying. We must keep persevering and we must not give up hope. We have, know where our hope is at. We know where our trust is. We know where our faith is. We know what our reward will be in heaven. Don't give up. And, uh, you know, it's easy to uh, want to throw up your hands. It's easy to want to say, you know, why am I trying? Why am I bothering? That's what the devil wants you to think. But we have to keep, uh, what's the word, uh, a stiff upper lip. <laughs> but, you know, and like I was saying last night and with Epaphroditus and the Apostle Paul, uh, you know, it's easy to have that feeling of defeat because Epaphroditus was there to try to help Paul, but his health uh, was waning, and uh, he and Paul had to send him back. So here he was trying to help Paul, and he ended up having to go back home. And I'm sure what a defeating feeling that must have felt like. But instead of, of, of some kind of expository, uh, you need to keep pushing forward, Paul instead said, hey, you're suffering right alongside of me. Instead, Paul offered that encouragement. And that's what I'm trying to do this morning is offer you up encouragement. You know, you, maybe your health is in a bad situation. Maybe you're struggling financially. Maybe you're struggling mentally, spiritually, emotionally. But my friends, understand that we're all in this together and that none of us are, there's nobody perfect. There's none righteous, no, not one. None of us are perfect. We're all in this together. That's why we, we do these devotions, because stone sharpens stone to build each other up. So, uh, my friends, uh, this Resurrection Sunday is coming up. Uh, understand, you know, we understand that high cost, but understand Christ's love for you, your, his forgiveness for you. So don't beat yourself up, which is easy to do. And that's something I, I really do a lot, is build, beat myself up. Don't beat yourself up. Understand you are free. You are forgiven. You are loved unconditionally. And don't ever question that, ever. And so let's, let's praise God for his mercy, his love, his joy. Praise God for that. When we fall and when we fail, let's try to learn from those mistakes and try to avoid those pitfalls in the future. And let us draw closer to God each and every time we face that trial. Let's draw closer to Him each and every day uh, through His Word, through prayer. We must keep growing. We must, we must keep growing. Don't be stagnant. Don't be complacent. Don't be apathetic. But let's grow in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Let's not give up hope. But let us draw closer to him and strive for that mind of Christ. And despite what the world may say and how they may hate us, let us strive for the love of Christ and do what is right in his eyes. All right, my friends. Well, let's uh, go ahead and have a word of prayer, if we may. Therefore, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you for your good word. 
Lord, thank you for helping us to persevere. Uh, the perseverance of the saints, Lord Jesus. Help, but thank you, Lord, for your strength, your mercy. Thank you for the forgiveness of sins. Lord, thank you for never giving up on us. Lord, uh, you know, we may have people in our lives who've given up on us. But, Lord, we can take confidence to know that you will always be there and you will never leave us nor forsake us. No matter how many times we mess up, you will always forgive us and always be there. Lord, thank you for that strength. Thank you for that encouragement. And, Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him say this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I do pray for our nation and its leaders that they'll come to know you before it's too late. Lord, I pray for each and every person watching or listening here this morning. And Lord, I pray that you will give them a blessed day, encourage them, and help them in their walk with you, Lord Jesus. And Lord, I do pray for those that are dealing with some severe health issues. And I pray for our sister in Christ, Kim Penix, and Wendy Lee, and Ginger Hood, and Troy, Linda David Feathers, Jane Kitchings. Lord, I do pray for Ron Thompson, Roger Winters. Uh, Lord, I do pray for Donnie Cutshaw and uh, so many others uh, that I see on Facebook each and every day requesting prayer. And you know those needs, thoughts, and minds of each and every person that will be done in each and every situation. Lord, be with us, lead us, and guide and direct us this day. Let us be a witness for you, a light in this world of darkness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. My friends, I thank you all for watching this morning. It's always an honor and a pleasure to uh, get to do these uh, devotions and um, I hope today's devotion found you well and uh, of course don't forget if you have trouble watching on uh, social media always you can watch live on our website at flbconline.com and Lord willing we'll be um, streaming live if you can't attend our outdoor Easter service at 118 Julie Lane Johnson City 37601 if you can't um, attend physically Lord willing, the plan, the goal is I'll still be streaming live. So keep that in mind this Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. Also, uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Dark Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only. You can listen to all the devotions as you go out and about your day. Well, my friends, thank you all for watching this morning. I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. Thanks for watching and God bless.